0: Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: Hello, just to say this podcast contains some spoilers and some adult themes. Also as well, um, whilst this podcast is fun and uplifting, we do want to draw our listeners' attentions to some challenging political and social events that have negatively impacted queer people this year so in the description of this episode there are going to be um there is going to be a list of some lgbtq plus uk-based charities that are well worth um following and supporting if you can um or just sharing um because they all need your help especially at the moment um and christmas is the time for giving so yeah thank you all for listening and on with the show there's <laughs> this is film called girl trash and it's basically a musical and i don't really know the plot i've only seen like reaction videos to it but it's basically like um these bunch of queer women and they have to come up with some money for some angry stud lesbian before midnight, otherwise she's gonna get really cross. And it's just like a weird musical film.
2: How have I never heard of this?
1: But my favourite song is like the most iconic moment in the whole film. Is <laughs> this girl just starts this song going, Don't shit on my dream, it's just my fantasy. <laughs> What is it's this? So dumb. Girl trash all night long. Well, I think it's just called girl trash, but it's just so bad. Wow. And I don't think I've watched it, but I feel like I have. And I've never seen like
2: a lesbian
1: musical film. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah.
2: Which perfect is a lesbian musical film?
1: <laughs> oh, of course, of course you said that. <laughs> no. You, you would say to me, Don't on my dream, it's just not fantasy Amen. <laughs> hey, hello and welcome to december's episode of gay actually a series as part of the uk film review podcast where we discuss a bunch of chaotic moments and also very heartwarming moments of lgbtq plus cinema if you love all things queer in culture and politics and you love queer cinema this is the place for you Welcome, film fans, gay, straight, whoever you are, you are welcome in our humble abode. Woo! (laughs) That's great. Uh, Thank you so much. (laughs) I'm trying a new intro out, guys, so Mm. it happened. My name is Amber, as always, and I am joined by the lovely Joyce. Hi. How are you, Queen?
2: I am um, living my best chaotic life at the moment.
1: (laughs) Um, I feel like it's very chaotic for the gays right I now. I
2: don't know what's going on. There must be something with the planets. I should look into it. <laughs> um this is my gay duty on earth to look
1: into the planets at all times. Is Mercury in retrograde? First don't of all, I think it is because it was in September. I'm going to google it. It must what's be something else going on with planets.
2: Probably some male planet causing distress.
1: Ugh, always. What planets are in retrograde now? Okay, well that's in Okay, I'm going to give up, because that's incredibly outdated. Oh. This is what people need to know! Yeah. Maybe it's the horoscope. Have you checked your horoscope? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretending like I care about this. I mean, it is Sagittarius <laughs> season, which is always kind of terrifying. But like in the Yes! Middle, I, I like a Sag, it's just chaotic. Mm. It's yeah. it's coming up on my season, I'm Capricorn. Ooh, but I'm insane. on the cusp, because I'm the 23rd of December. Oh, you're a Cusper. I don't really believe in the cusp. I believe in, okay. like, the
2: months. Like, you're sure. a December cap, and then you've got a January cap. Yeah. I, I was... prefer December caps. You're lucky.
1: Oh, thanks, Queen. I was supposed to be born in January, but uh, I'll take that. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I
2: was late, actually. I did everyone
1: proud. You were late?
2: How late? Yeah, five days. That's quite late. Is it? Only five days, though. Yeah. Could be worse. I
1: guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I am
2: supposed to share a birthday with my dad.
1: Oh, and you were like, no, I want I'm my like, own birthday. F-.
2: Gemini. <laughs>
1: My day is my day only. <laughs> well, that's good. I um I think I was like 2 or 3 weeks early. Wow. Yeah. Your mom was like,
2: "You're out of here." Yeah,
1: the doctors were like, "No more. <laughs> She's coming out." Wow. Then I came out when I was 17. <laughs> oh my Not god. Not the womb. <laughs> the closet. It
2: took me a second.
1: <laughs> you were like, "What?" I was like, oh. <laughs> Adult baby. <laughs>
2: oh no not what was that film we watched a few weeks a few months ago for one of the pod episodes with those two women the older one they had like this whole adult baby relationship what i blocked it out because i hated it sister george
1: (gasps) oh the killing of sister george oh i was like what are you talking about but yeah you're right yeah like
2: guys go back in our catalogue what episode was that
1: that was the UK queer classic cinema episode oh, that we did yeah. um, with the lovely victim film. That was and, really good uh, Sunday Bloody Sunday. Uh, but yes, we did talk about the killing of Sister George. That was a nightmare.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, turns out older women sexualising younger women in a lesbian relationship is a massive trope in cinema. And we hate that. <laughs> see speak for yourself. Listeners, I'm so pleased that you did not see Joyce's face just then. She is going on the naughty list. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not saying that. Anyway. <laughs> Don't tell Sandra. So um i don't know if we're gonna retire this segment of the podcast but i'm just gonna ask you straight up what's something gay you've done this week
2: well thank you for asking amber um unfortunately <laughs> um due to um in light of recent events in my life my publicist has told me not to talk about the gay things i've done as of recently <laughs> who's your publicist um that as well as information I cannot share. <laughs> it is me.
1: <laughs> me, myself I, and I. And my own
2: publicist. And all the gay things I've been doing are just um my for me. For me to know.
1: Totally fair. And no one else. Totally fair. I respect um what was I trying to say? <laughs> I respect a queer woman telling people to mind their business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Listeners of the podcast, Joyce... Oh, this
2: is going to get serious.
1: Um, they have been asking... In fact, no, they have been demanding an update on the priest saga. So, um, Joyce, would you like to explain... If if this is the first episode people are listening, first of all, sorry. But would you like to explain kind of what the hell I'm talking about? And if there's any updates. Glad to,
2: honestly. <laughs> um, so... In a a brief summary, in September of this year, I developed this crush on my local priest. So um, yeah, crush on a on a hot priest. Um, I would take some detours through the churchyard in hopes of encountering her. Um, Unfortunately, there is not a lot of update to be given because I have not seen her in a long time. Sad. I hope she's okay. I'm sure she. Yeah, I see her on the Instagram.
1: Oh, okay, she's so alive. she is fine. <laughs> um, listeners, we did take a little stroll through said churchyard yeah. uh, earlier today. Can confirm no sight of hot priest. Um, sad, Sadly. <clears throat> very sad.
2: Um, but I still think about her. Don't worry,
1: yeah. <laughs> she's in all of our thoughts and prayers, especially, especially on the run up to Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I look like a puritan right now. No. <laughs> so, do do? for something gay that I've done this week um joyce is making me wear a really fun cowboy hat <laughs> and i look so gay right now i'll put a picture somewhere incredibly gay. i'm wearing a turtleneck that was a bold choice for yes. this cold cold day it's freezing in london it is freezing but i keep catching myself in the reflection in joyce's window and i'm like i look puritanical <laughs> <laughs> i don't like that We should
2: have some sideburns that would go Ooh, so well. i
1: do mm, here they are Wait, some wisps of hair I'm bringing down. Oh my goodness. How is it?
2: I am flabbergasted right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is great. Oh my god, I hate it. Mm. I hate it. So. <gasps> <gasps> oh, Stella! I don't know if the microphone will have picked that up. Oh my god. She's trying to get it. She's opening the door. <gasps> Stella, the cat is back, the menace.
2: She's opening the door. It's not I opening. feel so bad
1: wait i want to see if she can open it oh she is cross if she bites my feet i will be cross (laughs) no i won't i'll love her forever but her teeth are sharp now oh
2: and her nails she just gave me two puncture marks on my back
1: she literally i thought joyce was gonna die she clawed her back off
2: And Amber looked at it and was like, I can't see anything. Well
1: I look you only showed me your shoulder bit and there was nothing there, so I wasn't just being like, You're fine, suck it up (laughs) (laughs) I would have been really sympathetic. Anyway.
2: Too much babbling.
1: I can't take myself seriously when I'm wearing this hat. Howdy, y'all. Anyway. We should be wearing Christmas hats. This doesn't even yeah, make Yeah, well, I know. Well, we were... Because g- <laughs> it's December. Like, I was thinking, oh, we're going to make this really festive. I just didn't bother doing anything. Mm. Um. So, on this December festive episode of Gay Actually, and yes, it is festive, oh. we are going to be talking about the Thanksgiving-themed film Lesbom. Now... Fair warning, this film, we have a lot of thoughts about it. We're very opinionated. If you like this film, probably not the podcast episode for you. Is that fair to say?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Or it is because it will knock some sense into you.
1: Is that disrespectful? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to be respectful, (laughs) but I also... I don't really care, so... (laughs) I'm a Gemini, my uh, feelings smile. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Lesbom, which was, um, I believe, written and directed by Jenna Lorenzo. Drop this Lesbom, Amber. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> drop
2: this <Les> Bomb, Amber. <laughs>
1: drop this <Les> Bomb. <gasps> Shocking. <laughs> that may not be the last time we use that phrase. <laughs> so, I want to drop the Les Bomb. And I want to start with some shocking IMDb user reviews. I have not run these past Joyce yet because I wanted her to have the element of surprise.
2: I can't wait.
1: So I'm looking on IMDb, so it's all public. You can have a look for yourself. Fantastic times. This one, 3 out of 10. Awkward. (laughs) That was in 2019. That one was reviewed. Um, 2 out of 10. Lifetime didn't make this melodramatic comedy. Don't quite know what that means, but no. Lifetime is like Hallmark
2: movies and stuff, right? It's like TV. Oh, Lifetime!
1: Films. Oh, the channel. Yeah. Mm. Um, nine out of ten fun family comedy. I don't think they were watching the same film. Fun
2: family comedy. <laughs> this came from straight people.
1: Not a bomb, but explosive fun. <laughs> I'm not happy about that.
2: Explosive. You
1: can. oh I'm not happy about that one bit. This movie. Well, they do say this movie is not groundbreaking, but it will put a smile on your face. Um, three out of ten. If Hallmark produced a lesbian movie written by a well-meaning fourteen-year-old in nineteen ninety-eight. Dot. 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 How specific! <laughs> it's quite I niche. Can see it. <laughs> yeah. One out of ten. This is the lowest one so far. Les bomb in inverted commas says it all. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's it. What a zinger. I'm just reading the titles of the reviews. I don't want to go into the in-depth of the reviews. I don't want to call anyone out, but I agree with that one. Mm. Um, 4 out of 10 could have been better. 2 out of 10, extremely frustrating to watch.
2: Mmm. Amen. That's the first thing I said.
1: Uh, repetitious, gave me a headache. Fair. I hated this. This is the most frustrating thing I've ever watched. One just says, "Ugh." <laughs> <laughs> so true <laughs> i think that's enough of that um but you get the picture you get the picture so yeah i'll give a little summary of Les Bomb. so basically the protagonist is lauren she bearing in mind the film is written like she's like 18 years old i'm pretty sure she's, she's like our age right like kind of she's supposed to be 18 no, I'm just saying. Can you imagine? I'm saying she's like written like an eighteen-year-old. Oh, like some yeah. of the language that's used <laughs> in the film, I just kept thinking if they were teenagers, this would make a lot more sense. But mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she's in her early mid twenties. Definitely mid twenties. Mid mid twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Say. Yeah. 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 So she's our age, <laughs> which <laughs> I think is important to bear in mind. <laughs> well, wow. she basically. Uh, she lives with a guy called Austin, their best friends. She's recently started dating Hayley uh, and they've been together for six months. So not very long. They're still in the throes of passion, early relationship, honey- honeymoon phase, yada, yada, yada. And then Lauren says, mm, I'm going home for Thanksgiving to my parents' house. Would you like to come with me? Oh, I'm not out of the closet yet. I'll, ne- I'll bring you and then I'll tell them that we're a couple and that I'm actually gay. great idea and chaos basically ensues because it's (laughs) listener it's not a great idea if your family if you know that they're gonna be like i mean i'm not telling people what to do if you know that your family is going to be so overwhelmingly supportive so happy then by all means come out whenever you want christmas is such a sensitive time especially when the whole family's together i would never have come out on christmas did you oh. come? Did you come out on oh, Christmas? No, no, Any no, type no. of
2: holiday? No. No, I didn't
1: come out really. Oh, fair. No. You didn't
2: come out at all. Well, not really. I just was like, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Off. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's great.
1: I did not come out on a holiday. I came out in the summer. So,
2: mm, good time. Yeah. yeah, good
1: gay times. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. so <clears throat> it sets up a cute lesbian couple. That's kind of where it's leading us. Um, but I feel like. The acting is quite strained. Like they don't, Lauren and Haley don't have any chemistry, right?
2: So my problem, and this is from the start of the film, is that Haley, the blonde one, just looks like she doesn't like kissing girls.
1: No, it's really like her face kind of squishes.
2: Yeah, she kind of like that's re- not that's like, not how people kiss. Wracks her head as she's still touching lips. Yeah, so and like
1: weird. Jenna Lorenzo as Lauren just kind of goes for it, which fair because I think she's a queer woman. Oh, she. I think so. Yeah. Well, I think. I don't know. But yeah, Haley, the actress who plays Haley, just looks really uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like, oh dear. Yeah. Oh dear, dear, dear. So obvious. Yeah. It's it's not great. I mean, she could be gay in real life. I have no idea. But regardless, she does not look comfortable. So. But yes. So. Oh, this is also another thing: is that the plot is kind of similar to Happiest Season in that. She's bringing yes. a girlfriend home for the holidays, but she's in the closet, and then the girlfriend just kind of has to deal with the fact that she's not out, and
2: and there's a guy, yeah. That thing, that's also what really made me think about Happiest Season. Like, that's kind of like that.
1: Yeah, because I, I think like because Eugene Levy's character in Happiest Season is a lot better because he's kind of like the gay agony aunt, which is because because he's like he's gay in the film, and then he's kind of helping Abby. A little oh bit. no! I'm
2: talking about the guy, as in like the the person that's like not come out yet, kind of gets
1: with a guy or like. Oh yes! Oh like, my like... god! Okay, I was thinking of a whole different part of the film, <laughs> but yeah, in 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 Les it's like Austin is the guy, and yeah, he turns up at the family Thanksgiving, which Lauren didn't invite him, and he. Basically sabotages the whole day, and it's like, why? He knew she was going to come out, and that this was a big deal for her, and
2: he just like shows up, and yeah. Completely.
1: That's not a friend without an ulterior motive.
2: Exactly. That's horrible. Um, I wrote down like he's completely erasing their queerness. Yeah. Like just kind of like just not p- even not just accepting it, but kind of just denying it. Just like, no.
1: yeah. Purely by his presence as well. He even
2: calls it a face at one point. Did you catch that?
1: Yes. Yes, yeah. yes yes yes. a
2: yes right to her face
1: so invalidating and it's Awful. just it not only makes Lauren really uncomfortable but it creates this rivalry between Austin and Haley, where they're basically competing for Lauren's attention mm. and at one point they say um, guess who knows Lauren better one of oh. them says it and it's like why are you competing because there should be no contest between a best friend and a partner No, but it just shows that Austin doesn't respect their relationship, and then Hayley just doesn't respect their friendship, and like it's so bad. Um, so because of this, like Lauren's family think that she has a boyfriend, they think Austin is with her, and it's obviously we know that she has a girlfriend. Um, and Lauren is kind of well, this is the thing we were talking about is that I've never seen a female lead let alone a queer female lead with so little agency it's horrible and that's the
2: frustrating thing about this film she cannot get a word out she doesn't demand any attention no she's like trying to do this thing and people are just talking over her making assumptions and she's so like weak at correcting them or like <laughs> yes. sorry sorry weak but like she's just yeah. written like that you know it's really bad it's
1: so bad like she's literally just there like she's cr- like she's trying to say things but people keep cutting her off and yeah. it's just so dumb
2: it like it reminds me when we did that episode about queer indian cinema yeah how it shows that queer women don't have agency mm. um and we we said it about like uh, both lesbian films we reviewed then yeah um, like yeah. adlatka la- la- oh, ad- oh, oh that's l-age. so hard to pronounce that one
1: that's a good film yeah much better than this
2: (laughs) but like they're the queer the queer female character um she can't even get out the words i'm gay until halfway through the film because no one listens but she has this like rebellion kind of in her or like this like yeah she really tries and she pushes and she she has this like anger i mean it's all Mm -hmm. like very subtle but you know what i mean in this film there's none of that she's just lets everyone walk all over her
1: i think that's the difference as well because i just don't think it's written well enough for you to kind of see that struggle it's Mm. it's very sporadic like you get moments where she's like oh i don't want to bombard them like she's talking about she doesn't want to like put anything else on her family first of all you're lying to your family that's uncomfortable for you also that. If they want to love you and have you in their life they better suck it up because you're gay you have a girlfriend that you've been dating seriously for six months and she's right and there. you've not told them and you've taken her to their house it's just really like I would never ever tell a queer person what to do with their coming out journey it's so sacred and so personal but that's not great. No. That's not a good position for her to put herself in, and or her girlfriend. girlfriend, because as much as I don't like Haley's character, she has to deal with a lot. Mm-hmm. She basically has to watch her partner's family think that Austin is the partner,
2: and she's already like having this competition thing with Austin. Yeah, it just makes and uh, yeah, yeah,
1: and that's the thing as well because they, Lauren and Haley, have only been together six months.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: First of all. That's not a long time.
2: No.
1: It's not a long time. And it's the first. Lesbian world. Well, yes. (laughs) Six months is like two years in lesbian world, lesbian land. Um, Yes. How dare I? Um, (laughs) Um, Give me your L card. (laughs) (laughs) Not the L card! (laughs) Don't revoke my membership. I swear I've been really good this year. i'm wearing a i'm wearing a cowboy oh, puritan yeah, hat so gay
2: right now it's hard to be mad <laughs> thank you go
1: on um yes my point is is that like is six months an acceptable length of time for lauren to be like i've not told my family that i'm dating this girl but i want them to meet her and i want them to be confronted with the prospect that we're dating, and you think she should at Christmas? Well, I don't know. Like, I think it it put, I mean, I don't know. It puts her in a really awkward position. It puts them both in a really terrible position. I think either they should have, she should have told them before they went, so they were prepared and they knew that they were meeting Haley and they knew that it was a big deal and they knew it was important to their daughter. Or she should have gone on her own and then told them and then got her there later or for Christmas or something. Do you sure. know? I don't know. I don't, Obviously, I don't, I don't want to be like, she should have done this. I'm not in, like, I don't want to be that. But she should have. I don't want to be the lesbian police, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I just think, like, it's not fair. And
2: the thing is, too, with this pre, pre-warning thing is that it's yeah. not only good for everyone involved there but also if you're gonna bring your partner to your parents and what if they don't react well then your partner is also gonna
1: feel that yeah you're putting
2: them in a really bad position
1: and is stuck there because this is the thing is that like obviously their family lauren's family wasn't necessarily a threat but words were exchanged and like in some situations in real life like that kind of situation can get volatile and you're willingly putting someone in that vulnerable position. It just seems a bit like this film was made in 2018. It just seems a bit regressive. Yeah, but like I know it's meant to be funny. Like oh no, like and obviously we love Happiest Season. Like it, but I think Happiest Season handled that so much better. In my opinion, it was just. Uh, a lot less problematic but I don't
2: know I think Happy Season is pretty problematic as well yeah 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 but it's just way more pleasant to watch it's kind of fun
1: yeah it's it's more
2: like it has Abi Pazza.
1: yeah mic drop (laughs) (laughs) say no more but I think like the comedy in Lesbom is just it just kind of falls flat and I think that's the difference Mm. like they're trying to be funny but it's actually just screaming red flag
2: oh yeah But it's so forced
1: uh, yeah, this is the thing. Is it, Not only is it a really hostile environment for Lauren, but like, no one seems to really understand. And Austin and Haley have such a lack of understanding towards Lauren. I'm like, babe, chuck the lot of them. <laughs> Go out on your own. Chuck the lot like, of them. Ch- chuck the lot of them. <laughs> Did that sound too English? Chuck the lot of them. <laughs>
2: What's going with the cowboy
1: hates? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> lord have mercy no one understood no. what we just said Anyway, no 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 also speaking of not understanding what um, people are saying so many mumblers in this film I couldn't hear a bloody word any of them were saying oh. I had to put subs on I put subs on did you yeah they mumble. I don't know if it was like the audio mix was really bad or just like, everyone was like, lesbian. And I was just like, what is everyone saying? Oh,
2: honestly, this is like, but, this is so unrelated, but just the think about the production of the film, the opening sequence made like all the hairs on my arms stand up like out of like misery
1: oh please it's just like please go through it for our listeners it's
2: just like a (laughs) stupid montage of new york and they're just like bad shots badly lit. is it
1: even set in new york like well the main part of the story that is a good question yeah yeah
2: it is (laughs) the they live in jersey
1: oh okay yeah because there's like a sign
2: that says like welcome to jersey but what irks me more than just the shots of new york is the font they chose for the opening credits it is so ugly it's (laughs) probably like the default on premiere pro when you type something in the text box
1: it's like b-tech (laughs) imovie it just
2: it just made my skin crawl and the movie hadn't even started yet yeah. Stop with the stop. Stop with the holiday New York montages. We're done. We're done. Would you say it's better or worse
1: than the Jenny's wedding opening credits? Ah, uh, a par. And that's <laughs> <laughs> saying something, dear listener.
2: Oh, I'm just getting like sweaty and hot thinking about it, and not in a good I'm
1: way. I'm sweaty. My my wrist is really sweaty <laughs> for some reason. I
2: don't know. Why. I should not have turned the heating on. This film is a fever dream.
1: Yeah, this film is a fever dream. Why is this film so horny?
2: <laughs> oh, but this film is so horny and just so in such an appropriate so way. Sorry, do you horn- speak with your family like that?
1: No. Exactly. My God, I would die. I would
2: die. I run away, and they're all like. Uh, unless you have that kind of relationship with your parents, I don't. I know some people that do. That's fine.
1: Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No. 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 And I'm not a prude. I resent that. I just don't want to talk to my oh. parents about that. Oh. No, thank you. Oh, horrendous.
2: <laughs> Truly. It, it reminded me of James And wedding. They don't
1: want it either. No, it's a two way street everyone's
2: awkward and uncomfortable
1: this is not a two way street though because Lauren doesn't want to talk about these things and yet her parents are like oh my god blah 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 you're pregnant you're pregnant blah 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 oh, and, so she, and Lauren's like would a, pre- <laughs> would a pregnant person do this and then downs a glass of wine and everyone else is like what the heck no, <laughs> so edgy and mean. then the mom was like well you just killed it <laughs>
2: Oh, I was no baby. I kept
1: catching myself laughing like at the comedic moments cuz they're so ridiculous. So it was just... I literally was just going. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, you're so funny. Oh <laughs> the script just is so dry.
2: Oh, uh, well, let's talk about what else is dry. <clears throat> so many meat jokes in this film, yeah. actually. So Lauren and Haley are vegetarians, which Gay Queens obviously they've are i mean i respect it i'm vegan what am i saying
1: but i'm not vegetarian no see don't cancel my membership
2: well there's so many on the line oh my god anyway, I'll take 2022 the has thrown
1: a lot of curveballs at me and well, i'm not prepared for that so true anyway
2: anywho um <laughs> talking about meat so so many me jokes and like in the most <coughs> awkward ways because like throughout the film kind of people start finding out about Lauren and Hayley. Um there's this is a scene and I just remember this so vivid because I was like oh my god this is too much but also go grandpa but grandpa finds out Lauren's
1: he... dad apparently huh? is the grandpa is Lauren's dad Bruce Dern ah! I think I think let me just let me just what is he doing in a film like that yeah, um, I know. Yeah, it's... um. I love Laura Dern. You have no idea. I love Laura Dern. She yeah. should have been in this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's him. It's him, right? Bruce Dern. Oh, my God. He looked familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's him. I, like, I didn't realize him? it was him until... like I, what, I read a review and it said it. And I was like, huh? Wow. That and... um, What's her name? Elaine Hendricks, who is the evil stepmom in The Parent Trap, love who that. actually was the saving grace of this film. Yes. Because she was actually funny.
2: Best character. Mm-hmm. So Grandpa finds out that yeah. he sees Lauren and Haley kiss outside the house. They're so stupid. For that also, category. his
1: facial expression when oh he sees them—he's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, "He doesn't say that, Ryan? but that's what the look on his face says." So,
2: oh. <laughs> so um, he makes this joke at the table, and he goes over over everyone's head, but it's so funny. They're talking about Lauren being a vegetarian. I think someone asks Lauren, "Are you gonna have some of the smoked turkey?" And the grandpa says, "No, she doesn't eat meat. Only pie." Oh.
1: <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs>
2: I was like, "Oh my grandpa, goodness, what the hell?" <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, there grandpa. There <laughs> are so many moments like this in the film where it's like jokes about meat, as in men, yeah. and about. So this is really, this is bad. Okay,
1: this is bad. Is this the bit, because I wrote, I just wrote down, everyone is so disrespectful, meat gravy, and I can't remember what that means.
2: uh, (laughs) The the meat gravy part, is just, so the mom just doesn't want to accept that she's a vegetarian. Okay. Oh yeah, that is a metaphor. Right, obviously.
1: <laughs> okay, Wait, sorry. there's
2: more. So oh, no. the mom ate the gravy, and she's so proud of it or whatever, and she literally has a spoon of gravy right next to Lauren's mouth, and Lauren's like, no, no, I don't eat meat, whatever, and she literally slams it into Lauren's mouth. Ew, that's
1: so aggressive. Yeah. I'd completely forgotten that. And then
2: Lauren has to swallow the meat gravy. <laughs> That her mom threw into her mouth.
1: That um, is gross. So it's just moments
2: like that, but yeah. there's this one that's so much worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so Johnny is Lauren's brother, and he's like this immature little prick that everyone hates. Oh my lord! With everyone, I mean like us. Um, and Johnny's hitting on Haley the entire time, which is also bad.
1: Yeah, because even if even if Haley was straight, it's still really harassing.
2: Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. So there's this moment where Austin and Johnny are talking, and Haley's there as well. And Austin, um, or Haley tells um, Jodie that she's a vegetarian. And um, Austin is like, oh, but she eats fish,
1: though. That's gross.
2: There's just so many food references that are, like, metaphors for being gay. Yeah. And it's just disturbing. Yeah. Like, family would not talk to each other like that.
1: No, it's so gross. Like... Oh, my God. Can you imagine if your family spoke like that to you? That would be my last Thanksgiving. That would be my
2: 13th reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: God, yeah. I don't get, like, how Lauren just forgives everything that everyone says to her. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. But, yeah, it's just vile. Like, how she can, like, just get over it. I don't think I could get past that. The way they speak to her is so horrible. And, especially... When Haley pretends to be into John, her brother, to annoy Lauren, which Lauren's is... Lauren's brother. Yeah, Lauren's... Is that, was it, did not say Hayley's brother? You say
2: Haley, it was said her brother.
1: Oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm just...
2: Gonna... <laughs> Excuse
1: me. You've been blessed. Bless,
2: Bless you, angel.
1: Oh <laughs> my well, god. Oh no. Oh my. Um, anyway, yes. Haley pretends to be into Lauren's brother, John, to annoy Lauren. Red flag. Then she put at the family when the family dinner goes wrong and they end up at the motel for Christmas dinner, okay. Random fire interlude, fine, we're gonna just gloss over that, I think. Um then Haley puts Lauren on the spot and forces her to basically come out, red flag, but then she doesn't, so then Haley continues to pressure her and ends up kissing John In- Red flag. Oh overact that, that first of all it's so overacted and it is so unfair on Lauren like and i can see both sides of Haley and Lauren's argument it's a crap situation for both of them but you don't pressure someone to come out especially your partner in front of her whole family
2: honestly
1: like that to me was vile like that and i know that they were just trying to incite comedy like that kind of comedy style didn't, but be, be, because it's like about coming out and about being gay, like I just didn't, I didn't think that was funny one bit. I, I was frowning at the TV. Like, this is why? why
2: I think that the only good reviews on this film are from straight people. Like, there's no way you can be gay and like enjoy this film, right?
1: No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. It's bizarre. I think it must be from, because that was the thing is like, I saw a lot of people online kind of when I was I did a little research. And people were like, oh yeah, no, Lauren. Lauren's feelings are so relatable, being in the closet and like feeling like you can't say anything. But I, I get that to an extent. But just the situation is so twisted, I just don't really have any sympathy. Like, obviously, it's hard for her, but no one really helps themselves and everyone is horrible to each other. And it's just kind of like you know yeah very much um although the only character i like elaine hendrix's character i think it's lauren's aunt or something and Mm -hmm. she cottons on she's the only one that does she that it clicks that they're together and she's like oh my god yay that's so exciting and then you're like finally but then it all backtracks and you're like okay great (laughs) (laughs) but i mean i was gonna ask you what what you thought about this kind of a queer person waiting for the right moment to come out versus just ripping the band-aid off. Because Lauren the whole film is waiting for the quote unquote right moment but there isn't one. I feel like that's quite relatable. But then she ends up like getting the band aid ripped off for her and she comes out in a very dramatic way and it's alarming, but yeah. Is there ever a right moment to come out, do you I think? I think so. Not yeah. in
2: that situation. Like, obviously, the whole family is there. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah.
1: Um, Not
2: there. And you notice the thing, too. Like, Haley is pressuring her, but she could see by the situation how it all unfolded that maybe today just isn't a day. Yeah. And she didn't respect that, obviously.
1: Yeah. But... She was like, it has to be today. What or, about my feelings? There's
2: always, like, big things in life mm-hmm. that you cannot... How do I say this? It's never a right moment for anything. There's always things going wrong, whatever. But sometimes, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. Um, in this situation, um, like you said before, she should have told her parents before Thanksgiving. Yes. Probably. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: and it was just the two of them, and then you can like extend the family and tell other people. She, I mean, she even said it herself. She wanted her mom to find out first, and then that mm-hmm. ends up not even like happening. And then her mom finds out in front of the whole family. No, that's not a right moment. I think there are better moments. <laughs> I think there are right moments, yeah. Yeah.
1: This, this this whole day, just isn't it? Yeah, that's the thing, because if, if that happened, yeah, if that happened in real life, you'd kind of think, oh, maybe it's not the right day, but, like, as a partner, you'd probably cotton on to the fact... That it wasn't the right day. Yeah, and you're supposed to and support then just, each other yeah. in this. Leave no? it up to her. It's her family. It's her sexuality. Exactly. Yeah. Ridiculous. Mm. Also, the whole... The whole, like, sex-obsessed thing, like... I started the film, like, quite liking the dad. Like, the first couple of scenes with the dad, I was like, oh, okay, like, he's... Funny, He's going to be the really supportive one. He's going to end up surprising us because she's led up to us thinking it's the mum. Nope. He's awful. I hate him. That whole... There was one thing where he was... Because obviously he thinks that Austin and Lauren are living together without being married. And he talks about... He says they're living in sin. And that's when I was like, hold up, what? (laughs) And then... He's annoyed about it. And then he takes Austin off for this weird man-to-man chat. And basically is like, are you sleeping with my daughter? And basically makes him say that they slept together. And who ki-
2: What? Why would you ever, ever... Did you sleep with my daughter?
1: Why would you ever want to think, like, ever want to know, like, who your kid has slept sleep- with?
2: Oh my... god. God. So
1: disgusting. And then I just felt really uncomfortable for the rest of the film because I was like He's just why is he sexualizing his kid? No, his whole character what it gave what it gave for me is
2: that he is he's badly written, first of all. I don't know if this was the intention, but he he's like this man. Giving into that like toxic masculinity, this is how fathers should behave about their daughter, but not really believing it fully one hundred percent. Yeah. That's what it gave me. Like he has these ideas of, Oh, I should be mad that there's a guy. I should be mad that she's living with a man and uh sex and my daughter, no. Like he's giving off that energy. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But like not he's not convincing in it. And I see I don't know if this is bad writing or if is just like his character. Like he has these ideas of how he should be behaving, but
1: yeah, Do you know, it was no, so I get what awkward. You mean. Like, yeah, it just didn't work. It's really creepy. It's so he comes creepy. across as like a really creepy man. He's
2: literally this loser who eats blueberry pie for breakfast. No offense, that's not what makes him the loser.
1: But like you know, he's yeah. like this like manchild,
2: manchild. That's like possessive. Yeah, he's just like a, a weird little dude.
1: But that's also another reason why I feel like it's written as though Lauren and Haley are like teenagers and Austin are like teenagers hmm. because like it's weird to be possessive like as an adult like that she's supposed to be in her mid early mid-20s
2: that as well she's like a grown woman
1: yeah stop infantilizing her oh like she's gosh. not some like precious doll I know
2: she is a living so breathing
1: woman weird. who is allowed to do whatever she wants oh. do whoever she wants
2: <laughs> amen that car scene was so awkward with Austin. I literally couldn't couldn't look at it. I had to look away.
1: Yeah, it's really uncomfortable. Like I literally stood up. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you well, you know oh, when you're watching a film at home I and it's so uncomfortable. You just have to stand up. Oh. I was just stood up like no. Nah. I hate oh, it so much. Stop. It's so horrible. Make <sighs> it stop. Honestly, yeah. but. Sure. Yeah, every, like, even the grandma is really dirty-minded. Like, all of the characters are so filthily-minded. And as well, that the teenage cousin that, like, is, like, flirting with Austin and, like, trying to kiss him. Dodgy! She's, like, 15. Yeah, and it's so dodgy. She just keeps, like,
2: pursuing him and he's like, no, no, no. And she just, like, keeps, like, walking in on him in the bathroom. Remember that? Yeah,
1: that's just, it's disgusting. It's just so weird. If that was the other way around, we'd be, like... Uh yeah. yeah. But it's somehow made to look kind of funny and I don't like that for both reasons. She's a child and he clearly doesn't want it and he's an adult. Yeah. Really dodgy. So uncomfortable. Really really dodgy. Th- this
2: is it with the misplaced jokes. Like Yeah, mis-
1: it's just so off. The tone is so off, isn't it?
2: Oh, I know. It's so it silly. It doesn't work.
1: Yeah. What else?
2: Well, on a serious note, I want to Get your opinion on this. Sure. I thought for most of the film that Lauren was bisexual. That's how I had it in my head because oh, she's yeah. been with men before. She slept with Austin at some point. She she didn't explicitly say she was gay. I think for a while, maybe that, that was just assumed. The moment um, she said it, and I glanced over it. I'm not sure, but I just yeah. assumed she was
1: bisexual. Because she she doesn't mention men. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah.
2: It, she doesn't, doesn't
1: explicitly say it. I don't think. I think you're right.
2: Yeah, and then towards the end of the film, like especially when she's talking to her mom, it's like, oh no, she's gay. And I was like, that's uh, sure, but like, she could have easily been bisexual and could have been like a strong bisexual character, or whatever. Yeah. But this is completely well of than is... that idea, like even her parents and everything, they just don't even consider that she could be bi, even yeah. though she's been with men.
1: I hate that, especially from a queer film as well, like a queer-led film as well. Yeah. Like, kind of just glossing over that fact. Like, yeah, she can still be a lesbian and have slept with men, of course. Yeah, of course. But you're right in the way that it's handled is kind of sloppy.
2: Yeah, it just, it was a bit odd to me. Because I just, that's just the vibe I got from the start.
1: Well, that was the thing to, like towards the end as well, when... So, spoiler alert, basically Austin comes on to Lauren in a motel room and kisses her. She doesn't want it. She's made it quite clear verbally that she doesn't want it, so that's dodgy in itself. Haley walks in after finding out that they've slept together previously. Like, we're talking a few years ago. Yeah. And then Haley storms off and then Lauren chases after her and Hailey victim blames her. Because that's basically what it is. She didn't want to kiss him. and then Lauren screams in a 2018 film she screams I don't want to be gay ugh and the first time I watched that I was like what literally I really hope there are no teenagers watching it
2: that is so bad
1: because that's really worrying but then I can kind of I can kind of understand the feeling like it is difficult and I can kind of understand that mindset, but also the delivery was just really harsh, as if she was blaming Haley almost yeah. and then Haley was like, "Well, okay, then <laughs> they break up, and it's stressful and
2: yeah, no it's it's like sure, I know a lot of people have that feeling. Especially when you just figure out you're gay and stuff. That's, yeah, but it's not that. It's the fact that she screamed it at Haley, who she supposedly loves, because that's what she tells her as well. It's kind of like she's telling Haley to her face that everything she dislikes about herself is because of Haley. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, I don't want to be gay. Like you're doing this to me. You're, you make me feel about myself in such a bad way. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's horrible. Because she yells it straight at her face. That, that I don't even, I don't even, spoiler alert, don't understand how they get back together at
1: the end. No, no, well, I was going to talk about that because obviously they sides. do end up getting back together. And I just, again, it just makes me feel bad for Lauren because she's a character that just doesn't have any agency and she just does what people tell her and just forgives everyone, like her and her mum have a really nice that was kind of okay. They had a really nice reunion, but then her mum was talking about sex again and Laura oh, was like, No. I and I was just like, How are you letting them get away with so much? Cut them all off. Don't like no girl. I was so gross. I was like, How can you let someone get away with that? Like mm. as a as a confident queer woman, like, no. Honestly.
2: There's just so many gross things in this film. Yeah, it's just too direct. Like, it's too direct. Imagine your mom asking you, what, you don't like sex with men? Tell me everything about it. Like, Ugh. how many girls have you slept with?
1: Ew! Yeah. I'd be like, ew, excuse ew, me? Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, like, all of, like, everyone's behaviour like that is just excused away for a happy ending. And I don't think that's good. Mm. Like, it's just all off. Yeah. And Lauren and Hayley shouldn't be together and yet they've, Freaking u-hole <laughs> it's literally a u-hole they move in together six months I mean lesbians but also they shouldn't be together mm. if they were cute then I'd be like okay cool like if they were cute together but no
2: there's not even any chemistry
1: not at all not at all yeah ridiculous Bad. also. We've just kind of rushed through the ending of that film there. But there's this random... Butch lesbian character that kind of weaves in and out of the film. Do you remember? Like, what's the deal with that? Oh, the drug, the drug person. Yeah. No, what so was so that strange? weird, like drug slub subplot oh, going are so on? So
2: many subplots it's... that just have n- that don't make sense. Yeah, There's no
1: reason for them. There's just like There's
2: a whole like cartel. Yeah, it's
1: like the all cartel drama, and then the family like are like, get off my land, and they chase the druggies away, and it's like, what is going so
2: on? Strange. Yeah. She's like, yeah, she's like a. She yeah, she's a pretty butch lesbian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly gay. And then the <laughs> uncle pretends to like be in a relationship with her because <laughs> they they, have, they sell drugs together or whatever, they have to like move all this drug. This is...
1: <laughs> <laughs> drugs. I just... I just...
2: <laughs> I just had a short circuit in my brain. Like, sorry. that's how
1: offensive this film is. Though so Joyce is like self-destructing. Oh
2: my god! I even forgot about this subplot. That was so yeah. weird. Yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. this lesbian. Sorry, this lesbian sitting in a van in front of the motel. I was like, who
1: would this be? Like, Who's what's this? what's
2: oh, gonna go on? Oh, sorry. I was just like looking for a diner. Oops. Uh, so <laughs> <odd>. <laughs> it's so weird. So like, odd. What is she
1: doing in the film? Like, yeah. did she know that you're like, the director or something? I don't. I don't really get it. So weird. So bizarre. And then like the whole weird subplot with her uncle that is just going through it and then ends up setting fire to the house like okay fine yeah. like why is that a plot point I don't know I thought that was weird as well that you're set up to in they set up all of the action and all of the scenes in that one location mm-hmm. then all of a sudden for the last part of the film it's moved to like some really cramped motel room and it just didn't feel yeah it felt like really jarring for the viewer sorry, sorry. <laughs> no,
2: but there are all these little things that um, I think they were trying to make it harder for Lauren to come out. Like yeah, the yeah, grandpa yeah. died last year, so the mom is emotional about that because he used to always carve their turkey. Then the house catches fire. The 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 uncle is drunk and smoking weed in the in Pop Pop's bathroom.
1: <laughs> um,
2: I don't, there's all, all these yeah. little things, but they they don't hold
1: any weight, so they're kind of pointless. Exactly, that's like, the thing. Like they don't raise any stakes. Well it the, also the viewer doesn't have any attachment to it because it's all stuff that happens outside of Lauren's periphery.
2: It just creates frustration and not like in a good way. No, it's Like this just, is why this film is so frustrating. The
1: viewers just sat there like, No for the like the yeah. entire time yeah, like, <laughs> like Oh my
2: god, why is the house on fire? She's yeah. not gonna come out for like a, at least twenty minutes now.
1: Yeah, great. What are they gonna do now? Like, oh great, Haley's victim blaming her and being like, What about my feelings? Like, Oh my god, oh my god, cold. Austin, shut
2: up. Oh we haven't even talked about this scene yet, when Lauren is like trying to <laughs> out when Haley is like like thinking oh, this is so awful. I don't even know how to say this. When Haley basically starts kissing Lauren when they're like in the oh f- yeah, and she's like oh this must turn you on so much keeping us a secret, and she like f-ing oh, almost forces God. herself onto Lauren. It's so awkward. That and is
1: awful. so horrible. They're
2: both horrible. Whoa. They're both pretty bad. But Hayley is fucking oh horrible. God,
1: well this is the thing, I don't want to victim blame Lauren like Hayley victim blamed her. But like, yeah. Hayley's so many red flags. Hayley is so like butthurt about it. And like, yeah, it would be annoying if your girlfriend hasn't has invited you to family Thanksgiving and hasn't told anyone that you're together. But also Respect your woman! Oh, honestly, it's so bad. From a
2: queer person to a queer person, you must know this is hard,
1: right? Yeah, well, everyone says to come out. Sorry, I keep touching your foot by accident. (laughs) Yeah, Amber's foot seeing me.
2: (laughs) Oh my god. What the hell? (laughs) Oh. It's the hat. It's the hat. I don't know if I like her alter ego.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What's my alter ego called?
2: I actually love it. Butch Cassidy.
1: No, I'm a stud. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why are you laughing? There's actually studs on the hat.
1: Is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh of. yeah. Well, I'm the furthest thing from a stud. I don't know what type of lesbian I am. I'm just here to party. I love that. I
2: don't know what type of lesbian I am. I don't really fall into a category. Either. Queen. <laughs> Guys, I have risen. (laughs) All hail. Oh my god, next week I'm going to wear my graduation hat to the pod. Oh my
1: god, yes, next month. Next month, sorry. (laughs) Next month you will have graduated. No, sure not. Well, um, I don't know when your graduation is, but the next episode's going up, end of Jan. Hmm. Which is crazy, because we haven't even done Christmas and New Year yet. I need to like actually look it up. I think the dates are up. I just have been like so careless. About. I reckon it'll be around the tenth. That early? Maybe. Well, that's when my original one was before it oh, got cancelled. I
2: just assumed it would be at the end of the month. The tenth. It might be. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. Oops.
1: So les bomb. Now we've dropped the les bomb. Final thoughts,
2: Joyce. Um, I would say that it bombed. For me personally?
1: Yeah. I would agree. Out of ten, probably negative five. (laughs) And I feel like that's being generous.
2: Yeah, that's just... I just don't understand how this was produced and then released.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think this is one of the things where it's like, no, we can't have representation for the sake of representation. (laughs)
2: So true. It's barely a yeah. representation of this one.
1: God. Yeah, it's it, it's not great. Also because the main character's chemistry is really tepid, there's too many extra ensemble characters that have too many storylines going on that don't make sense. So structurally as a film, it's really hard to watch. And then with the whole tackling queer issues, it just falls so flat so it bombed very much it bombed yeah. but yes anyway on the flip side of that joyce do you have a character that you whilst whilst we round off the end of this podcast and the last podcast of the year <gasps> shocking wow. do you have a character that has been so positive and such authentic representation for you that you want to shout out
2: yes actually so I just finished watching season 3 of Dead to Me the <laughs> final season I love this show such a good show and I just want to shout out Judy I love her so much also Linda Cardinelli yes wow gay awakening for many gays actually because of Scooby-Doo I was gonna say
1: she's one of the Velmas isn't she yeah that's that's two like slightly queer slightly. women okay okay girl on. <laughs> Sorry, I just made it a really inappropriate face. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love her. Is it Lena or Linda? Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> You're okay. asking me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love her. I'm the um, queen of not remembering anything <laughs> <from> anything.
2: <laughs> yeah. Actually, I loved her in Freaks and Geeks. That was a really oh, good show. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice, nice. But anyway, love her already. I love her character. I love Judy. And so when I was watching that to me, I didn't start watching it because I thought it was going to be queer. I just watched it for because it was a good show. I
1: did the same. Yeah, and yeah. then in season two, Judy just turns out to be a little queer. And that was a lovely surprise. That was
2: so amazing.
1: I still need to watch the third series. I've been a busy woman.
2: Do it. but what I just want to say about Judy and this is without spoilers is that I just love how casual the queerness is I always Mm. say this when I mention my queer characters I love when it's casual I love when it's not a big deal when she tells um, it's more natural when she tells even when Judy um, kind of tells Jen or tell, talks to Jen about this girl she's seeing. Jen is so casual. Everyone's casual. Yeah, I love it. I love, I love that. it. It's so positive. because like, She doesn't come out ever. We don't know what her sexuality is. We don't know if, she's, if she identifies as bisexual or pansexual or queer. We don't know because it doesn't
1: matter. And I love yes, that. Yes, absolutely. I think like in, in this present day in film and TV, like whilst coming out stories and coming out journeys can be important, like Heartstopper. Like very powerful. Also, we love you, Kit Connor. We love you so much. Um, whilst those stories and those journeys are important, sometimes it is very nice to just have it casually dropped in there because that's how it should be. Yeah. It should just be what it is. Yeah, and It's so refreshing to see a show do that with a character and have it not be a big issue or a big plot point exactly because it's not all bad guys (laughs) like it's exactly (laughs) it's good yeah um so and um, you know they have this
2: really amazing friendship and it
1: doesn't change after Jen knows that yeah um the The dynamic is still the same it's just as chaotic but in the same way so so
2: great I love it I just can't rave enough about that to me so good
1: so so good yep so, do you have anyone in mind? Yes, I I do have one. I want to shout out Holiday Heart from the film Holiday Heart. I did I was doing some research for a Christmas themed queer article um and came across this lovely film that was made in 2000. Um it is the it's basically a gay drag queen takes in a mother and a daughter and helps them when they're struggling in life and it's just like and he you know he's going through his own personal things and his you know his sexuality is a big part of the story and it's just I'd, I, it was such a it was based on a play that came out in the 90s and i just couldn't believe like how i hadn't heard about the film before and how powerful it was and how just nice and heartwarming like it was especially because it's kind of set around the christmas festive period it was just really nice so i want to shout out holiday heart Maybe tempted to review the film on this podcast at some point. But
2: Amazing, I'm
1: definitely going to watch it. 2023 is as undecided for our schedule, <laughs> so watch this face. <laughs> um, but yes, on that note, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Gate Actually, and thank you so much for sticking with us for all of the episodes this year. It feels weird to, for this to be the last one of 2022. Thank you so much for supporting us, and... And listening in. We we all really do appreciate it here at UK Film Review. Woohoo. I feel like as a queer year in review, it's we've had a lot of ups and downs, um, as we've discussed, with not just film, but also in the political sphere and with what's going on across the world at the moment. So um, we try and keep this podcast space as positive and as uplifting as possible for everyone. Um, but just wanted to put that out there that we all we we see all of you and we love all of you to bits and we're really grateful that you listen to us so thank you (laughs) I'll try I'll try not to get too (gasps) sappy Um, okay it's the
2: end of the year it's the
1: holiday season (laughs) (laughs) holiday season I was trying to think of a I was gonna say like try and combine the words queer and season, queason, we- but it, it, it did not work. And I, like, oh. I felt like I just needed to address holidays. I tried. The holidays. You're so much better. You can host next year. <laughs> 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 Hi guys, welcome to UK Film Review
2: gay okay, actually <laughs> wow my name is Joyce and as always I'm joined by Amber hi queen oh yeah I'm definitely gonna be the host now
1: I also just wanna say that every time me and Joyce send voice notes to each other on text we always start with <laughs> hi queen hope you're doing good hi queenie <laughs> and I just love that validation that we have for each other know. Yeah. it's very good. thank cute. you so much for the podcast this year Amber thank you so much for
2: all your hard work and stop. excellent editing stop and um, <laughs> (laughs) to ask me to join the podcast. I've loved it so far. It's been great.
1: It's been great to have you. 2023 does not know what's coming. We have some ideas. You'll just have to wait and see what they become.
2: (laughs) Exciting, though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Happy, happy days. We can
2: kind of call it our season two. For no reason, really. We
1: should. Oh, my God. (laughs) Season two is coming. You might see some new additions to the episodes but you'll have to just watch this space and see what happens Mm, fun times but yes thank you so much joyce thank you to everyone that's listening stay safe have a lovely festive season and a happy new queer
2: and excellent holidays
1: (laughs) (laughs) and we'll see you next year bye everyone bye Stella, you're allowed to say hello before you have to leave because you're a menace to society.
2: Say something, Stella. Say
1: hello, baby. Say Say something. Meow. (laughs) Meow. Dance, (laughs) kitty, dance. Meow. Now you're
2: silent? Really? You've
1: been meowing for ten minutes. Oh,
2: my God. Okay, she's
1: leaving. Bye. Bye, Bye, princess demon. She is looking at me like, you've got to (laughs) go. (laughs)